If you're someone who interacts with kids, you're probably familiar with moments of being asked questions you're just not equipped to answer. Whether it's the old favorite, where do babies come from, or the nuances of discrimination, Rad Child Podcast has your back. Each episode, your host, Seth Day, leads a discussion about topics like race, disability, loss, gender, sexuality, and so much more. Our goal is to give grown-ups the tools to talk to kids about almost anything. So come give a listen. Rad Child Podcast, helping to raise a generation of open, compassionate, rad kids. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and just about anywhere else. Some good friends, friends of mine, talk to them all the time. Some good friends on my show, who are they? Soon you'll know. Hello, and welcome back to Some Good Friends. I'm Stefan. Uh, after last week questioning whether I say my name or at the top or not, I've decided that I'm I'm sticking with it. I'm going to introduce myself just to get the name recognition out there. People need to know my brand while they're listening to the show. This is not this is not a headless beast. This podcast it has a head and it's me and I'm Stefan. Uh, whew, strong intro. Here we go. I've been playing Minecraft this week, um, and you know I didn't know anything about Minecraft before, and I get it now because you you boot that thing up and you're like i'm gonna i'm gonna play this for 15 minutes and then be done and then four hours later you're like i just need one more pane of glass for my house i need to harvest a tree so i can make charcoal so i can turn it into glass so i can turn the glass into a glass pane and then that all gets you one glass pane to put in your beautiful house on the top of a mountain um it's fun it's great i'm worried that it's going to take way too much of my life at this point so uh you know what though one thing Minecraft is good for is playing with people. And who better to play with than with friends? And that's what we're here to talk about tonight and to talk to some friends of mine, some good friends of mine. That's the name of the show. So let's get into it. Please, uh, let's talk to my first friend. Uh, she's uh, she's looking for things. She's a, she's a scout. Uh, let's talk to, uh, welcome to the show, uh, Cecilia Lafon. Thank you for having me very much, Stefan. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I'm sorry that I... And is it LaFond? Did I pronounce that correctly? It is LaFond. There's sort of a silent DS. And, you know, as as one of your good friends, I quite frankly thought uh, that you would have that down by now. But I suppose we don't often use my last name. No, we're more... We're kind of a first name basis. And people on the show have pointed out before that my French is atrocious. So any kind of French word, I'm I'm not down. Uh, for pronouncing it. It's it's quite all right. Despite my very French last name, my French is très mauvais. Oh, very sick, mm, oui. I believe, is oui. what you just said. Mm. Uh, so tell us, uh, you are a scout, a modeling scout. Why not, for the listeners, why don't you tell them a little bit about what you do? Yes. Well, um, you know, I, I'm always pleased to have an opportunity to speak about my brand. Uh, I I am a modeling scout, but um, I scout for models uh, that are, are not, you know, your everyday model. Mm. Um, I'm I'm mainly known for my work as a as a neck scout. Okay. Um, I, I tend to be looking for models who have elongated necks that, uh, could wear beautiful jewelry. Um, I do also do some scouting for wrists, hands, feet, and ankles. Uh, occasionally I've, when I've seen a good ear, I've done some ear scouting. Oh, okay. Um, 
but I, I am mainly known in the industry for my uh, eye for necks, if you will. Well, yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about that for sure. But before we move past all the other things you've scheduled for, is I'm I'm surprised to learn that the wrist is considered a separate part than the hand for modeling and that ankles are considered a separate part than feet. So are there photo shoots just for wrists and just for ankles? Well, watches often uh, really just uh, will cut out the hand. Uh, you're mm. not wrong that the industry does tend to uh, enjoy uh, a model that can do both. Mm. Um, but I do have some models in my roster that are just specifically for wrists. Just because you have a gorgeous wrist does not mean you have a nice hand. And frankly, vice versa. And I have to say, you know, the hand models that don't have good wrists, you really do have to limit them to long sleeve campaigns. And that that can be limiting. Mm. Oh, for sure. I oh, mean, yeah. long sleeve, that's a... Who wears long sleeved outfits? Nobody. Certainly. That's not true at all. What am I talking about? Everyone wears long sleeved outfits. Ah, uh, I know nothing about fashion. So well, that's what do we look why we're for? here. That's why we're here. You're going to teach me about fashion. What do we look for in a neck? Well, the neck is the neck is an interesting one. I mean, you know, it, it's you want something long, and and I I hope I'm not embarrassing you here, Stefan, when I say uh, ever since we first became friends, I was immediately mm. drawn to you by your long neck. I, I recognize this is a podcast, not a visual medium. But people should know you have a very stunning neck. Fans of the show will know uh, from my brief physical descriptions of myself that I possess toe thumbs. And now that they, they will know that I have also a long neck. Um, and that's actually how we met. Uh, you approached me in a mall. And I did. And told me that you were recruiting models. I did. And, you know, it's not an easy thing to recruit a neck model because, um, you know, there's a delicacy around it. You're not wanting to... Um, you're wanting to be clear, you you just want the neck. Mm. Uh, at most, a bit of a strong jawline, but really not the face. Uh, mm. And that can be hard for people to, to, to accept. Um, and so you have to be very delicate about it. And I, you know, I know, Stefan, you really, uh, you were very, uh, you know, I, I think, I think it was a great start to our friendship and, and you mm. really uh, took the compliment to your neck very well. And I mean, I, I still maintain you have one of the best Adam's apples uh, that I have worked with. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, on the, I feel like, cause we, we try, we did attempt to set up a portfolio for myself and we did and kind of shop it around and, it, and I guess it didn't really go anywhere. I, I, I didn't really hear anything. I didn't get any gigs. Yeah, I mean that was no. that was the early uh, early twenty, like early twenty fifteen, and you know scarves mm. for men were just not big that season. So I, you know, I I have I can't lie. I I don't think it was your portfolio or your neck, um, mm. but there was just not a lot of demand that year. And I mean. Uh, with a pandemic, there's now a lot of focus on the face with face masks. So again, necks are, um, it's a quieter year for necks, mm. especially for male necks. So I mean, what do you say you can't lie? Mm. You're physically incapable of it? Well, it's it's interesting that you, you've hit on that. Um, yes. And, and I, you know, I, I wasn't expecting this podcast to take that turn, but I, I I'm happy to to speak about it, my my brutal honesty, and uh, you know it's it is true. I can't lie, and so as a result, I've had to get very good at learning to finesse um, the truth to be acceptable um, to people's sensitivities. And it, it, you know, working in the modeling world when you can't tell a lie, mm. whew, 
Well, why don't I mean you? You're so good at it, and and I wish I could quote you directly, but maybe you can tell uh, the listeners what because when we were first starting to work together, mm. I I wanted the whole package. I was like, uh, uh, Cecilia, let me do runways, let me do fashion catalogs, mm. and and the way that you let me down about how trash the rest of my body is was so delicate. Well, I I honestly wouldn't say trash. That's a that is a term I would not couldn't honestly use it's not a truthful statement the rest of your body isn't trash but the reality is there's not much runway work for necks because necks can't walk on their own and there's not much uh there's just you know the catalog work for men really is scarf and snoods and like i said there just wasn't a lot that year but is it snood snood um a buff a buff is another word for it. The fashion industry t- likes to use the word snood. The adventure industry, fashion uh, activewear, uh, such as Lululemon, Mac, mm. REI, they preferred the word buff. Um, Neither of those words helped me to understand what this item of clothing is. It's a is. circular scarf, um, <laughs> one that can be used in multiple fashions. So something okay. you can, a lot of men these days are also using them as face masks. So, you know, Stefan, if you are interested in, in giving it another go, we could, we could consider it um, if, if you're okay, interested. Well, maybe, I mean, I've, I've kind of established what my career is at this point. And, well, uh, early... there's always room. In early 2015, I was less sure, of course, but uh, now I'm pretty, pretty in my rut. Um, let, tell, tell me who, who's on the roster right now. What, who are you working with? Uh, oh, which, which models? Which... Big names. Um, but of I'm going to be I'm going to be honest because that's all I can well, you be. Have to be. Um, yeah. They're not big names outside of the of the neck, wrist, ankle, foot, hand modeling world. Um, mm. You know, it's something our industry has struggled with, frankly. Um, Instagram influencers, uh, you know, are now like brand name recognition. Um, you know, if I say the names, it's not going to be like, oh, Kylie Jenner, because um, she's not a neck model quite frankly if you've seen her neck you will know what i mean um there are many well, people no, I, I don't know i've i mean the only the only thing i think i've seen kylie jenner is in jenner in is when she stopped uh, racism in that pepsi ad so well, i'd love to know your honest thoughts about uh, about her neck well my honest thoughts about her neck is that if she was just trying to get by in this industry on her neck alone she couldn't uh, that's what i'll say about that uh even with her racism stopping abilities i just you know and frankly if i'm honest which as i've stated Mm. i can't be anything but she didn't stop racism so not good in the neck world not good in the racism world i thought she i mean it was a pepsi commercial i thought i thought it was over is it not uh, I think you'll find that since then there's been many issues of racism. And, you know, I'm oh, yeah. I'm not shy to talk about racism being an issue in my industry. It is oh. uh, something we we have dealt with. Um, and we how I, does it appear in the in the neck, wrist, hand, ankle, foot modeling industry? You know, just like you would expect in the rest of the modeling industry, a lot of uh, expectation for lighter skinned uh, necks, wrists, hands, feet and ankles. Hmm. Yeah, wow. it's a tragedy. It's a, uh, cruel. It's a cruel, and to think that Kylie Jenner didn't even fix that. I know. It, it's wow. A disappointment. 
Wow. Uh, but back to back to who your clients are. I mean, maybe we haven't heard of them, but get their names out there. Yeah, get, get of course. No, I really appreciate that. Um, I work with a wonderful gentleman, Greg Stacy. He has a stunning mm. neck, beautiful neck. Okay. Um, then I have a, a dear, a dear client who I have worked with for many years. Um, uh, Susan Penansky. Um, again, not a name you would know, but my God, you have seen her neck in probably every Tiffany's ad since 2017. Um, oh, so for, for three whole years. That is a hugely long career in the neck industry. Necks oh, on they... men and women uh, tend to sag. Um, mm. And that, you know, Susan has really, she's a powerhouse. I expect her to be in this industry for many more years to come. Wow. I mean, does uh, it seems like a, a space where people would have large egos. Does Susan... Uh... You know, the fact that it's only neck really does tamper down the ego. Because like I said, you have to be, uh, you have to be really real uh, with them about the fact that it's limited to the neck, collarbone, shoulders at most. Um, mm. maybe a little delicatage, uh, if they're doing a deep plunge piece of jewelry, but, uh, that's as far as we go really. So that keeps the ego in check. When I think about necklaces, most, I feel like, I don't know what, maybe you would know the percentage. I feel like 80 to 85% hang actually on the upper chest. Yes. Well, basically we show as much as the necklace needs to show to be beautifully exhibited. Oh, okay so you don't yeah. you don't make your clients cut crop the photos so that the pendant well, is actually no i mean we're we're selling a product <laughs> we're you know we're not prudes we will show as much as we need to show if you catch my drift oh okay and that that brings me back to the one photo shoot i did do yes uh, for your portfolio were, it was a very low-hanging necklace <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up showing quite a bit well and you know i I was, uh, I really wanted to get a range because mm. with an Adam's apple like yours, I didn't want people to be distracted. So having you in just a choker, which we did do a number of shots with the choker, that really mm. accentuated the Adam's apple. But the plunging uh, necklace, I felt really was able to highlight um, other areas uh, that needed to be highlighted. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it was a it was a long, thin chain that actually connected to a toe ring, so it plunged kind of down my entire body. Well, yes, those are um, those were expected to be very big for the summer of 2015. Mm. They never really took off quite like the fashion industry thought they would, because they became quite a bad tripping hazard. And I think you'll remember you fell a couple of times during that shoot. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. then the uh, the production assistant was driving by on the golf cart and it actually kind of snagged the chain and I was pulled along it, yes. behind the golf cart for a little bit. And I, I have apologized for that and I will apologize again. We oh, really you. did not think out those pieces. Um, but it was a nice opportunity to get to highlight your ankles and feet because I think, as you remember, I had said to you that I could foresee a really great sandals career for you if you mm. were willing to just do a little bit of petties on the weekends and i you people who know me know that i will never do petties yeah on the weekend. i don't, I don't like anyone get near near my little toe babies well it didn't work out and who knows maybe if maybe if that shoot had gone well i never would have settled into the exciting career of software development that i later found myself in so... well it's never too late my dear like uh, oh, as okay. i said you have a wonderful neck and i would be happy to represent you in future campaigns. We can dust off that portfolio. 
and uh, you know, see what happens. I mean, I don't want to break. I, Cecilia, I put a lot of effort into my neck today. I pampered it. I, I, I put on tell. some because I'm going to be honest. It's it's sagging. It's starting to sag. You know, it's starting to slump. It's starting to go. It happens to the best of us. I can offer some products. Um, but from here, honestly, I think we could definitely do some, you know, not some close up shots. Maybe there might be too much airbrushing and Photoshop needed, but definitely some long, I I mean, I see Mm. some real good catalog work in your future. That's what I'm saying. People love to have a a wide angle kind of far away shot of a necklace to really show off the product. Well, I'm thinking more scarves for you. I think if I'm frank and honest, which as we've stated, I have to be, be. uh, I think your necklace days are past. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you speak the truth, and I appreciate an honest person. Uh, Cecilia, thank you for joining us today. Please uh, please stick around. I'm I'm pretty sure our other guests will have next. And uh, and we can talk to them about them. Well, I am. I I can't lie. As I've said, I'm really excited to meet your future guest, your your next two guests, because and I have seen pictures and um, yeah, it's exciting. That's all I'll it's say. It's exciting, and let's let's keep that exciting going, please. Uh, we're going to talk to my next friend. Please welcome to the show, my good friend. Uh, I'm I'm a close. Welcome, I'm a. Hello, can you hear me? All right. Yes, I'm. A, we can we can hear you crystal clear. Hello. Yeah, we can hear. You're here. You're on the oh, call. Okay. Okay. Connection issues, I guess, or, or something. It's it's hard. This, you know, unprecedented times. It's hard to get used to these new methods of communication. I'm. A, how are you this evening? I, I I'm doing well, thank you. How are you doing? Oh, so I just talked to my good friend Cecilia, and yeah. now we're gonna we're gonna learn all about Ima. Okay. If that's what you need for me to help you with, I'm glad to do it. Well, that's you. You're a very helpful person, and this is something uh, you help various people in in various ways. Um, yeah. But for the listeners, maybe talk about how how you help people. Well, basically, I I find it it's my mission to help people, and sometimes people don't ask for help. Mm. As I feel like I have a um, a real insight, a real gift. A, with that, I could sense it because I'm talking not just emotion, not just help, you know, I need help moving or making mm. dinner, but emotional support. Mm. And so I I make it my business to go out every day. Well, now it's a little bit different with the pandemic, but right. I go out and I, I try, I put my sensor on, basically opening up my heart. And I sense when someone needs a hug or mm. a, or a song or something like that now with the pandemic i can't go six i can't go under six feet to them so i try mm. to send like a air hug and a song that sort of goes through my mask without getting them germs it causes a lot of anxiety because i'm trying to help and then i'm, I'm thinking uh-oh I hope I'm not doing more damage. Well, yeah, it sounds very stressful. So uh, when you say you have a a, a sensor, are we yeah. talking like uh, clairvoyance or like uh, like the movie Unbreakable? I don't know of- that. I don't know that movie, but <sighs> I it's something that I feel I'm gifted with in my heart, really. And mm. I guess it's my it's the sensor in my heart and in my brain. I mean, I use my other senses such as sight and smell and touch for example 
I don't have a job that I keep for a very long time because if you go out on the street, there's so many signs that say help wanted. So mm. I go in there and I work there and then I leave and then I see another sign help wanted. So I go around and then the thing is, they don't seem to be really wanting to keep me on the job because they'll give me tasks like, okay, at the grocery store, you're supposed to put the oranges over there and put, you know, yeah, put the cereal over there. But I'm doing it and then I see, I could set, I go, it's like, ding, 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 ding. There's mm. somebody over there that are really lonely. So I just, they're the squeaky wheel. They're going to get the grease. So I go over there and I sing a lullaby. Meanwhile, the oranges didn't get stacked. So I don't know. So you're out, you're out at the grocery store. Yeah. Oh, I pretty God. much go up all the way, up on the street. I, 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 I go to many different stores. Um, sometimes, sometimes I just go out at night and I just walk the streets and I put that sensor on. I open up my heart. Mm. And there's somebody crying or there's somebody walking really fast. Or, and I just, I go to them. Even if they don't know, I walk. Especially now with the six feet of mm. distance. I just walk behind them, making sure they get home safely. And I said, good vibes, good vibes, good vibes. Well, yeah. it's, I mean, this is a great public service you're offering. I, I, you. I have a number of questions. One is, how do you ever manage to, you know, go home without... <laughs> running into someone else who needs help or another business with a help wanted sign or when was the last time you were home i'm gonna be really honest with you this oh is... do you also are you also 100 percent honest all the time yes although sometimes not completely if i think it's gonna be unhelpful oh good but to be honest with you i this is the first time i'm home in four days because i know that you needed help with your podcast right but... That's the that's been a part of the occupational hazard is that I'm exhausted. Yeah, I, I don't even remember the last time I ate a meal. Oh my goodness! Well, you were. I mean, we we haven't mentioned it yet on the on the recording, but we were uh, waiting for you for quite a while to show up to the podcast. Did you get sidetracked helping someone else? Yes, I did. Actually, this time it was a cat. Oh, and what what did the cat need help with? Well, the cat was just like, should I cross the street? Should I not cross the street? Should I cross the street? Should I not cross mm. the street? You know they're indecisive if their tail starts wha like whacking. So I just sort of like went near it, and it decided to cross the street. Okay. Oh, interesting. It took a while, but I'm sorry about that. I'm really sorry. No, no. I, you know, I appreciate your help on this podcast uh, so much. I appreciate all the people who come on my on my podcast. Um, I'm I'm curious how how do people react? Uh, cats are one thing, but when you're when you're out walking, especially at night, and you sense someone needs help, uh, how, I guess you approach them, and and how do they respond? Well, that's where my sensor gets a little bit fuzzy because mm. because it's like they walk a little bit further away from me, mm. like as if they don't want it, but that also tells me, oh, they are really in a lot of emotional turmoil. Right. Where they're they running from their problems. Exactly. So it's a bit of a touch and go, literally. Um, you know, sometimes I'll tell you where I I'll tell you where I did very well. Oh yeah, please do. Except again, I haven't been able to go back there for nine months. But sometimes mm. I would just go to the hospital. And mm. I, I would just wait in the elevator. Oh, and boy. I gave so many hugs 
no words exchanged. I right. felt like I was really serving my purpose. Sometimes they called me Dr. Hug. <laughs> oh, well, that's, I mean, that's a pretty kindly reception. <laughs> I know, but now I can't go back. So I well, why, why, why not? Why did they well, kick you out? Well, there's a pandemic. Oh, simply because of the pandemic. You're not, not. supposed to be hanging out in hospitals. That would no. not be helpful. I keep on getting the sense that they don't want people to come there. So I'm going to, uh, that there, my sensor goes, ding, 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 mm. ding, ding. You know, stay home, Ima. Yeah, well, that must be very, I mean. But then I can't stay home. It's a whole thing. Because then I come home and then, because I'm supposed to. But then it's like, oh, 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 there could be somebody in need. I tell you, I must come and go, come and go with this, like, fight. Like, who needs help? Oh, it's, wow. It's that sounds hard. really tough, and and I, and we are in these in the pandemic, and we're quarantining, and we're we're spending a lot of time alone. And I'm I know that you live alone when you when you do get back to your house. Uh, and I'm curious, uh, do you ever take time to help yourself? That is such a touchy question. Oh, I learned from the best, and the best is you. <laughs> oh no! Oh, this was not my intention. <laughs> I know I'm not my own best friend. I am not Dr. Hug to myself. Oh, no. I know. It's does your, sensor, does your sensor not work on your own emotional uh, troubles? Oh, no. I mean, it's, the, it's very bad because the sensor does come on and I shut it off. Oh. <laughs> I just say no. You, uh, there's other people who need help more than you do, Ima. But there's there's such a movement now around self care and taking time and saying no to things that you that you don't have the bandwidth for. You're right. You're so right. Where have you been? We haven't spoken in so long. I could have used this. Thank you. You know, you're you're helpful. Oh, thank you. Well, my life was going really well, and, and you kind of only show up when my life is going very poorly. So, oh. uh, I mean, despite the pandemic, I'm, as you know, I was saying before the show, I'm baking bread, I'm making yogurt, and I started a podcast. So everything's oh. perfect for me. Good for I'm so happy for you. Well, so I know um, uh, if I can talk to... Uh, bring Cecilia back in. Oh. Cecilia, you are a kind of a monster of scheduling and a, a titan of efficiency. And I'm curious if you have any advice for Ima about uh, managing time and, and taking time for yourself. Well, I am so glad that you mentioned that, Stefan, because yes, I am, you know, working in the fashion industry, there are tight deadlines, we cannot be waiting around. And so I do, I'm very on top of my schedule. I live by my planner. Um, my agenda is with me at all times. Um, and you know, I'm a, I have to say, I feel for you, you are an empathetic person. And you need to just schedule in you're not gonna take time for yourself unless you make time for yourself i that is a quote that i had written on the uh january page of last january of my agenda i choose a quote for the month and it is a you had it written someone writes in your agenda for you yes i pay for a a professional hand letterer um to do some beautiful calligraphy every month the start of the month I bring it to the professional calligrapher to just put in those beautiful, helpful uh, affirmations, quotations to really get me through. 
Or can't, I think that's can lovely. Thank you. That's that's really lovely. I I suppose I I really need to to do that too and help myself so so that I can be better at helping others. Because to tell you again the truth, if I don't sleep because I've been working all night in the streets looking for people who need help, then I get further and further away from having the ability to really like oh. There, somebody has a broken heart. It starts, I, sometimes I go to the wrong person. Like, I feel like it's in that area. And I, mm. whoops, I hugged the wrong person. So, you know, if I think of it that way, you know, help myself so that I can help others and write down these affirmations, that's a great idea. You got to put that that oxygen mask on yourself before you help others. That's what they tell us on planes, and it's on the plane. Yes, useful to when remember. That plane the is crashing. Life. Actually, it's so funny that you mes- 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 mentioned that because sometimes I would just go and ride planes back and forth, just ready to assist with with the air masks. Even and so, my final destination was help country or whatever. <laughs> so you were you were kind of like an unofficial air marshal. It's true. I was on guard, and people don't expect it because they don't really wear a uniform. So, mm. well, air marshals traditionally don't because. Oh, did you did you also carry a gun? <laughs> just in case, just in case shit went down. I don't carry a gun. She's a helper, no. Stefan. But yeah, I have extra, I have a, a whole bunch of other things, like extra Kleenex. and Kleenex, and sa- oh. I have sandwiches. I have um, pictures of attractive people so I could show somebody with a broken heart that there's other fish out there in the sea. I have a mirror. I do infra- affirmation too with them. I take out the mirror. I tell them to look at themselves in the mirror. I mean, I, I even have one of those portable microphones so I can, especially now that I can, that is my secret gun in my pocket because if oh. you're over six feet away, you can't hear me singing you the lullabies. You can't. So I put on my microphone and it's like a love gun to their heart. Oh, wow. A, a nonviolent approach. That's, the heal uh, with love. Very, very impressive. I'm, I'm curious, Ima, what, what do you consider your, your greatest ever achievement in the, in the field of helping people? Oh, well, I, I, I think it goes back to the, oh, the hospital days. Mm. You know what the best time was? My greatest achievement, uh, my sensor was off the charts. It oh was digging, dig, dig, dig in the elevator before the person even entered. And guess who it was when they entered? Was it a patient? No. Was it somebody visiting a patient? No. Was it a doctor? It was a doctor. It was a doctor. And the doctor was very sad. And, mm. and, and she was trying to keep herself together, but I could feel it. Oh, could I ever. And so I gave her the biggest doctor hug hug I'm a close could give. And oh, that wow. turned her frown upside down. And then she stuck her hand in her pocket and she gave me a lollipop, which was really funny and weird. But wow. she felt better. And if I could help her, she could help other people. So that was really my big accomplishment because you don't usually see doctors asking for help. 
no, or displaying emotion, yeah, or being, that's true. Uh, kind or warm people in any way. Uh, oh, so that's uh, that's very nice that you had that breakthrough. Thank you. Well, Ima, it's been a real pleasure to talk to you, and uh, please stick around because I'm sure our uh, our next guest needs help in oh. some respect. We're oh. gonna we're gonna figure it out. Okay. But it is time to talk to him, so please welcome to the show, uh, my good friend, Captain Blue Balls. Welcome, Captain. Yar! Hello, oh. Stefan. It's such a pleasure to be here on your podcast today. Har, har. Oh, Captain Blue Balls, thank you. Thank you for taking some time off the ship to come and come on land and do this with us. Oh, no problem, Stefan. You know, I'm I'm just there at the old port, my uh, my old ship over there, so it was it's actually quite uh, accessible to me and uh, oh. this is new and this is interesting. Har, har. Wait, what do you? Because when I think of the old port and the and the ships in it, I, I I only think of one ship, and it's the the ship that is now this Boda Boda, the spa. Is that your ship, or do you have another ship that? It's a it's a rental that oh, I have. Uh, okay, it's like a it's like a trawler. It's one of those mm. boats that it gets me around. It makes me the most fearsome and terrifying captain of the Saint Lawrence River. <laughs> ah, okay. So you have, you're you're renting a trawler to kind of beetle around the St. Lawrence. Beetle um, around? No, I glide around with fearsome abandon, and mm. everyone is afraid that I might steal their gold or worse, for I am the most fearsome of pirates on the St. Lawrence River. Uh, how how many other pirates are there on the St. Lawrence River? You don't hear a lot about this, but. Uh... Well, you don't hear about them anymore because I scared oh. them all away. Oh, okay. I assure you, back in the early 2000s, the St. Lawrence River was infested with pirates. <laughs> Everywhere from Tadoussac to Cornwall. <laughs> pirates! They were, you couldn't even see the fish or the water. There were too many ships full of pirates. And now... That is no longer the case, for I'm the most fearsome one. Wow, how did you how did you scare them? I mean, have you always rented a boat? How how did you scare them away with your rental trawler and Well uh, crew? I'm assuming you have a crew. Every captain has a crew. Well, that's interesting that you mentioned that, Stefan, because as of now I am currently in search of crew oh. members. Okay. Um I have a I have an idea of stealing some spices and gold that are certainly en route to Ottawa and uh, I might need some stout seaworthy bastards to mm. sail with me for I am the most fearsome of pirates I I remind you on the St. Lawrence River on the Saint I will, Lawrence I will remind I will remind you that it is a a local a local fearsomeness what happened to? Because I know uh, who did who used to be on the crew. Uh, I used to come down on the boat and we talked to uh, Davy. Uh, yes. Talk. Uh, who else? Oh, man, it's such a kind of wild and drunken nights. It's so hard to remember. Sanjeev. Sanjeev was always there. Oh, Maybe. that guy was crazy. Well, listen, uh, Stefan. As you know, prior to being a pirate, I had a what I thought was it. An exciting career in software development ahead of me. Mm, yeah, I know what that feels like. 
And I realized that this was not the case, so I decided to spice up my life with a, a life full of, uh, of sea, of days, of, of piracy, much to the chagrin of some. However, I am much, much happier now being the most terrifying pirate of them. Mm. Ima, does that check out with your sensor? Is he happy? Not at all. Oh, no! Captain Blue Balls, what's going on? You, you should tell the truth, just like we've been telling the truth. Yeah, why are you? Why are the you truth? So funny? You right? Am I right, Cecilia? He's <laughs> he's going off for getting off here. Usually, it's like a barking dog. They really just want a loving home. All right, look, guys. Now, now there's a reason why my name is Captain Blue Balls and not Blue Blue Beard or Blue 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 something else. Marbles? You have marbles or a blue soccer ball? It's been a very long time that I've felt the touch of a woman. The truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. It's been a very long time you've felt the touch of a woman? Or since you've felt? Has a woman been touching you constantly for for years? Or... Frankly, all prepositions are possible in this sentence. It's been a long time since I've felt the touch. It's been a long time around the touch. It's been Mm. a long time about touching um, since my late wife left me, of course. I've, uh, but no matter, for I am the most terrifying pirate of the St. Lawrence River. And should you have any gold or jewels or spices, they will be mine, I assure you. D- did she leave you and then die, or did she leave you by dying? She left me. Well, listen. <laughs> I will. <laughs> she wasn't so fond of the entire piracy idea. Mm. She thought that software development was a more stable uh, career. Oh, absolutely. She's in Cornwall now. She's not dead. Did I mention she died? Well, you just you did say you're late, wife. Maybe for you, late is kind of a synonym for X. Yeah, so that's what I meant. She's still alive. She's just in okay. Cornwall. She's my late wife who left me. I mean, anyone who moves to Cornwall, I would consider dead to me. Who is nobody? No way, I'm going to Cornwall. Well, listen, uh, there's a big software scene over there right now, and she's oh, doing yeah? fine. Well, the, it's the, it is the end of the St. Lawrence, so a lot of software from there. It's the end of the, the famed uh, Montreal to Ottawa spice and gold route. No, it's not, goddammit. It's not the oh. end. It's, oh, okay. it's, just a, it's just another chapter, hopefully a chapter that it maybe, is, maybe it's not an age of gold, but some sort of uh, boolean, and, and I'm sure that with a few stout, uh, seaworthy men or women, with short necks, very importantly, oh. I uh, I will will be off and, and sailing anytime now. Now, now, why would short necks be an important detail for a, a pirate crew? Well, Stefan, oh, frankly, that's a ridiculous question. Everybody who knows anything about pirates knows that the most uh, accessible weapon to a pirate is a cutlass. Mm. A cutlass, which is just a magnet for a long neck to decapitate at a moment's notice, for we are pirates. So if you have a short neck, it just, you know, it makes things a lot safer. Human resources doesn't get on my ass. These sorts of things. Oh, you, you have an HR department on the, the rented trawler? Oh. <laughs> 
We're not in the age of gold, I assure you. No. Yes, we have a human resources department. It's terrible, but I assure you everything is above board on board. <laughs> arr, um, arr, arr. I have represented two uh, failed pirates um, because their necks were they were rejected from the uh, industry because their necks were too long. I mean, it's a well-known fact that uh, short necks are necessary for pirating. Absolutely. I mean, this is page one of the guidelines. Have a short neck. I find it tends to go with the, the beefy buff shoulders necessary for pirating. Am, am I right, Captain Blueballs? Because beefy shoulders probably means beefy arms, which is very good for lifting heavy objects like cannonballs. Mm. Well, Captain Blueballs, on this uh, this Google Meet window, I can actually see the ends of your shoulders. They're they're expanding out beyond the bounds of the of the box. So you har, do har, har. now. So I, I have a number of questions, and I want to go back in time a little bit. So your yeah. your wife left you, uh, didn't die, because you were you decided to leave the world of software development um, and become a pirate, uh, which would imply that. Originally, your name was not Captain Blueballs, because I would assume you had recently felt the touch of a woman. Arr. <laughs> My name is Dylan. Dylan. So you were Captain Dylan originally. Well, listen, I, I gave up that name and that life the moment I put on this pirate hat and a pair of boots. Mm. And that moment was the very same moment that I realized that I need to be at a life at sea. Mm. And it was a hard choice to make. And some days I, I wonder if it was the right call. However, I, I maintain that with just a few stout men, a new adventure awaits. Dylan, Dylan. Going on. You're sailing the seas. Why don't you sail the seas of your heart? Make a new start. Find a new lady. Then you won't have to be going R and matey. You can find your love again. That you won't have to be so evil. You could be a good friend. Dylan, you're crying. That was so touching. But did it? Did, yes, yes. Did it help you? Yes. You know what you have made me consider? That maybe I was wrong all along. And maybe I should just take this cyanide tablet that I have oh, by my side. No. Oh, no, no, That's, don't do that. That was a oh, beautiful song, Ima. I really appreciate what you've done. But but I don't want you to die. I, I want you to heal your heart, not break it. Maybe I'll sail to the thousand... To, Thousand Islands, oh, the most good. beautiful place in the St. <laughs> Lawrence River, where I can find a nice aquatic grave. Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Ima, this seems to have really backfired on you. Oh, no, that is not what my intention was. Oh, jeez. 
Captain. I mean, this is gonna. I feel like this is gonna get super awkward as well because I'm I'm seeing uh I'm seeing Captain Blueballs' rented trawler in the background, and there's a there is indeed a help wanted sign on there for a new crew. Huh. well, I I I could help you out, but I just don't like the violence. So if you would s- switch. Because I don't find that that's helpful for other people. It's stealing things. But if you would turn your pirate into, you know, spreading love on the seas to the Thousand Islands, that I would help with. And if it helps you. Otherwise, I don't know. I might just jump ship. (laughs) I mean, the obvious question, Naima, is what are you doing later tonight? Oh. Oh, Well, I I was just going to be walking the streets looking for help, but if you're this, I'd be looking to help others, but if you're in need, if you're desperate. Har, har, Ima, would you like to help sail with me to the Thousand Islands so that I can proceed with my long-awaited suicide? <laughs> Sounds like you've got your hook in me. <laughs> oh, wow. I think we've really helped a bunch, a number of people tonight. Um, yeah, I think, uh, where can we go from there? Uh, What about Cecilia? Yeah, Cecilia, have you been helped tonight? You seemed pretty confident coming in, so I don't know. I I honestly, I didn't really, I wasn't really looking for any help, quite frankly. But, um, I I must say your knowledge of, of, uh, your ability to, just find people and you interact with so many people i'm just wondering if you can keep an eye out for for some good looking necks and you know let me know and i mean i recognize you're now joining the pirating world and we all know there's not many good looking necks out there but if you do come across someone you know don't hesitate to let me know they could have a promising career that sounds like a great idea i also again like i said at the beginning sometimes people don't know what kind of help they need and this is great but i also think some emotional support could be of use you said sometimes you know you have to be really critical sometimes what about all those and also i would like to maybe if you would consider and sorry if i'm giving advice when you didn't ask for it but maybe (laughs) it's something that you would consider to add to your portfolio heart models heart models why can't you model what's on the inside it's true you make some excellent points i'm uh i'm i'm not seeing a huge market for internal um bodies at the moment but you know you did say something that really hit home with me and that's the emotional support piece it's yes. been difficult these past few months to do my job. You know, next don't show the same way they do in person as they do on a on a Zoom or a Google Meet platform. They just don't. And I, I've I've been struggling. I have. I mean, I've got a good roster of clients, but quite frankly, anyone listening to this who feels they have a neck that the world needs to see, I hope they reach out to me. And and I'm a you know, I talked a big game about scheduling self-care, but it's been missing from my calendar for a few weeks now. And, and you've been Whoa. a really good reminder that if I don't want to go the way of Captain Blue Balls, I need to be making time for myself. Oh, you know, see, now I feel good about the fact that I wasn't taking care of myself because it made you recognize that in yourself. This is where some of my helping genius comes into play because sometimes I help without even knowing it. Truly, Ima, you truly oh. do. 
I've got I've got your back. Get it back. Ha <laughs> Oh, you know cuz they're modeling pieces of the body. I, I have uh, considered entering the the back market. Particularly oh. big in the summer. If you're if you're doing necks and and backs, I think there's only two more until you have the full set if I'm basing it off the lyrics of the song correctly. Uh, all right, let me go through the checklist. Uh, we have Captain Blue Balls. Have we, have we helped Captain Blue Balls? I'm pretty sure we have. Uh, he's realized that he's going to send himself to a watery grave. This is He's nodding. That's the case. Uh, Ima, I, I believe we've helped you uh, to schedule some self-care. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Oh, no, it was, that was all Cecilia. I'm just uh, making sure that everyone's been helped. And Cecilia, uh, I believe uh, Ima just helped you now. With something, and that's escaping me exactly what it was. It seemed a little bit more nebulous, but I, I think you were helped. Oh, I feel very helped. It was a solid reminder that self-care is very important. And if There I, we go. So, yes, well, please. Could I take a moment to just offer some help of my own to, to Captain Bluebell? Blueballs, sorry. Yar. Sure, yeah, Blue Belt's a different guy. Yeah, though, this is balls. I'm it's balls. balls. It's so blue. sorry. My, balls. my bells, I assure you, are of the correct color. My balls, however, are a shade of blue that are deeper than the St. Lawrence River. I'm so surprised the HR department of your boat was okay with this name. Uh, Cecilia, what were you going to say well, to uh, Captain Blue Balls? I'm just surprised that your HR department hasn't let you know about suicide helplines that are available for you. I want you to know that at any time you can text CONNECT, C-O-N-N-E-C-T, to 686868. And you can talk to someone so that if you don't want to go to that watery grave, if you think there might still be hope, you know, we could have he's, that He's discussion. not going to do it. He's not, I'm going to no. be there and I'm going to save him. Sometimes it just takes some time. Don't tell him that though, otherwise he's going to reject my entrance onto the ship. I couldn't hear anything. Did you, was, what? Who? Nothing, nothing, nothing. We're, we're wrapping up the show. I uh, I've gone through the checklist. Everyone has been helped. Captain Blue Balls has even been helped twice. So he comes out on top in the score. Uh, he is the winner of the podcast. We've decided. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Ima. Thank you, Captain Blue Balls. And thank you, Cecilia, for being on the show. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after that. Hi there. I'm Nick Hughes, the son. And I am James Hughes, the father. Together, we co-host Canada's Young Leaders, a podcast exploring bold ideas for our country's future. Our third and final season focuses specifically on climate change, how we got here, and where we need to go. We'll be speaking with young environmental leaders about the roles of governments, corporations, and individuals in combating this crisis, and also thinking about the role of the COVID-19 pandemic in the climate movement. So, if you're someone who is concerned about climate change and wants to learn more, check out Canada's Young Leaders, a very proud member of the Upford Network. Uh, Anna, do you do you have any experience uh, either casting models or, or being a model? Um, I have experience with uh, neither casting nor... Well, I guess we could count a uh, a grade 12 charity fundraiser that raised no money uh, at a mall oh. as some okay. mild modeling experience. Um, but I, I, again, it was volunteer. I don't think we could really count that. 
Um, and were you were you walking on the runway I in this? I was uh, walking the catwalk, um, and I really brought my improv skills. I took it very seriously, and I think I confused mm. the audience because I think they thought I thought I was a real model when I was thinking <laughs> that I would be funny if I acted like I thought I was a real model. Oh, but it led to this was confusion. this was in high school. Twas. Yeah. Oh, so these were these were high school improv skills. These were these were high school improv skills, but I was not taking improv at that time. So oh, oh god. These were just, you know, coming from within. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Adina, are you? Uh, do you consider yourself an empathetic person? Also, <laughs> how old? How old is that character? <laughs> Thirty-two. Oh, okay, perfect. The voice sounded exactly thirty-two. Yeah. I thought she just had some 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 sinus issues. I wanted Ima to go get uh, cleared out a little bit. Poor thing. She has, yeah, she has overactive sinuses. Maybe a bit of a dairy issue. Is this a character you've played before? No, I just uh, came up with that. Oh, it felt Well, I've sometimes done that kind of voice, but, uh, Hmm. and and an innocent type of character, but um, no, this one was new. New for you. New for me. Do you do you find you're a person who helps people uh, sometimes a detriment to yourself? <laughs> yes, uh, I do find when you're building a character, a lot of times it's fun to take one little element of yourself mm. and just blow that up without the other things that you usually use to balance it out. So, right. yeah, so um, I'll just I do try to help people. I do feel empathetic. There are times where I really do want to give that person a hug. Mm. You know, I could feel that they're sad or you know, or in the hospital. It's all true. That part's true. I just don't, I just don't always act on it. I, cause it would be inappropriate or creepy. Yeah. A lot of people don't like getting random, <laughs> random hugs from strangers. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, uh, I've seen it happen in an airport though. Someone I was with saw someone crying and they were like, do you need a hug? And uh, they accepted a hug. Yeah, well, there was somebody who also told me a story, the hospital thing I was thinking about. It was one of my teachers. She said how, you know, her mother was was dying and or she was somebody was sick in the hospital and she was in the elevator and somebody could just sense it. And they just gave her a hug and left. And it was so beautiful. Like, why can't we? You know, I know there's obviously there's boundaries and stuff like that. And there are times where I felt like it was welcome. Then I'll help. And sometimes I'll I'll just ask if the person needs help. Um, mm. but it did, it did sort of take over my life a little bit. And then I, I did, I, I did, you know, you know, it also just like everybody charities. So there's so many causes, how do you choose? And I, I sort of just like make an arrangement with myself that, okay, I'm choosing this place that I'm volunteering for. And I give mm. them, you know, one afternoon a week type of thing. And so it makes wow. me feel a little bit better about, you know, having to walk away sometimes from things that abandoning would... everyone yeah because it will be endless it'll yeah, be yeah. endless you, yeah. can't, you can't help anyone you got to pick your battles yeah um so that was a very thoughtful answer um very well spoken and well said uh ian how'd you think of captain blue ball <laughs> <laughs> that was um i i we did a like a narrative show at Montreal Improv a couple of years ago, and it was a okay. pirate-themed show. And it had nothing... Mm, my okay. character ended up having nothing to do with that, but I really liked that world, and I wanted right. to have some sort of pirate something. That's really the only thing I had. I didn't know much more than that going into this, but... Does the... It was, I mean, it was great. I loved it. Does the does the St. Lawrence actually go to Cornwall? How, how geographically <laughs> I mean, accurate? I think it does. I hope it does. Because I'm pretty, 
I'm pretty sure the Thousand Islands are not on the same level. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, no, they are. Are they? Is the I Ottawa? Don't think so. Ottawa I think River? they're. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you call? Okay, because I would. Yeah, I don't know. But Maybe I it's all thought, one thing. I think it is technically one body of water from even Lake Ontario all the way to the mouth of the actual St. Lawrence. Yeah. It's well, draining, all, yeah. all bodies of yeah. water are one body of water because they all flow into each other. We are and, all and one. The <laughs> The human body is 78% water. Just right. so Good yeah, night, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it looks like you're right. Who? Who? Uh, Ian, that it's, yeah, it, oh, is, it, it is on the St. Lawrence River. All right. Good night, everyone. Bravo. Well, done. We should, we should have uh, uh, accepted that pirate blue balls would know. Uh, yeah, sure. seriously. He sailed the seas, he sailed the rivers. Yeah, the rivers that almost go to this or that connect to the sea. Uh, podcast not quite over yet. We still have to uh, do any kind of plugs anyone has. Uh, I know people don't have a lot going on right now. So if you uh, would rather talk about a movie you saw or a book you read or a cause that you support, then that's totally fine. Uh, let's start with Anna. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, so I'm out in Victoria, BC, and I do Brag. improv with Paper Street Theater. Um, we're weathering this pandemic by doing uh, some classes. So if you're looking to if you're looking to take improv classes and I don't know, want to try something different, um, you can reach out to Paper Street Theater. There's classes being offered. Um, and occasionally we're do- even doing shows um, and live streaming them. But perhaps more importantly, uh, given the subject matter of today and helping, <laughs> Um, I do want to put out a serious shout out to, uh, the crisis text line, which the number I gave is a legit number. You can text connect to six, eight, six, eight, six, eight. Um, I started volunteering with them over the, the, like since COVID and it's an anonymous texting service. It's not just for kids. Adults text in too now. Um, and we text back and when people are in crisis, we have resources and we can help. And, uh, I think I'm a close, uh, could really, she, she might be interested in joining. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll well, tell that's her very, all about uh, it. <laughs> very kind of you. Um, yeah. Speaking of I'm a close, Adina, what do you have to anything to talk about? Well, um, uh, you can follow me on Facebook, Adina Katz, or um, Instagram, Adina SM Katz. I often come out with some kind of content. Um, when we're not in pandemic mode, I have a one-woman show called Be a Good Girl that's about sexual assault. Um, so hopefully we'll all be back on tour with that. I also have a musical improv troupe called The Jazz Ends, and we'll get back together. Great I mean, stuff. Well, thank you. We'll, we'll get uh, back to performing when we can. In the meantime, uh, I've been doing a little bit of teaching online. I teach uh, character workshops, um, so acting for improvisers or musical improv. I started to do it online, so you could try to find me if you want to take a class. Um, and I do that in person too. And yeah, sometimes I come out with videos. I do a lot of video editing. So sometimes I come out with some music stuff or, uh, uh, other kinds of fun videos. So you can follow me and then you could see what I do. Awesome. So much going on. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Usually people are like, uh, I watched, <laughs> I watched a movie. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, that, well, wow, what, movie? Really, what movie? What movie? Really mean to. They don't even specify. They just say oh! that they watched a movie. <laughs> That's that was really mean to my other guests. All my guests are great, and I appreciate all of them and all their plugs. Ian, speak as I as maybe you were going to plug a movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, no, I haven't been watching too many movies these days, uh, but I've got my own stuff going on, so Good. you can check out some podcasts I've been making very sporadically this quarantine called Characters. It's very similar to this. It's a character-based improv podcast, but with mostly historical figures. John Lennon, Che Guevara, uh, Marquis de Sade, Justin Trudeau was the latest one with uh, James McGee as François Legault. That was very mm-hmm. fun. Classic classic historical figure, Matt Berninger of The National. <laughs> I mean, all the, all the ones from your textbook if you're in high yeah. school right now. Um, and uh, a film that I made earlier this year, The Fifth Dentist, which was really, really cool with a bunch of Mm -hmm. Montreal improv uh, performers, a few. Uh, Go check it out. You can go to nerdnoisemedia.com or you can go to the, I think, Montreal Improv Group on Facebook has it. I don't know. I don't know. somewhere on there. Let me know. Bug me. Write me. Say, Ian, where's your shit? And then I'll hook you up like (laughs) a good dealer. Great. Awesome. That's uh, that's great. I've watched The Fifth Dentist and it's great. Starring, I believe, friend, my memory's hazing. It was so long ago in quarantine, but starring friend of some good friends, Monica Schneider. Uh, yes. Yes, of yes. course. Monica Schneider. That's Mrs. Schwartz. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, so played good. a few characters on this show and they're all great. Um, yeah, that's that's it for today. So uh, thank you to Adina. Thank you, Anna. And thank you, Ian, for doing the show. Uh, This has been Some Good Friends for another week, and I will see you next time. Bye. Those were friends, good friends of 